that we men deep in our brains and deep in our biology we have this like super intense need for women this podcast is for entertainment only and not intended for medical purposes enter the freud okay so today's subject happens to be sugaring sugar babies sugar dating sugar daddy which nobody ever talks about the perspective of the sugar daddy no because those are just horrible awful toxic people that should all be put in prison that's why (laughs) yeah (laughs) and who wants to hear the prisoner's perspective fuck them that my first reaction to this subject as i started to do a deeper dive is how did so many sociopathic women get involved in it because everyone says their intentions are are pure that they're just there to kind of adventure and have fun and do this kind of a dating thing but then as soon as you hear their description of how they're interacting with these people it's so exploitative and so yeah. bizarre that yep okay so l- let's let's tell everyone what you're referring to so um porn I'd seen a little bit of this, but porn found some other like YouTube videos and TikTok videos and stuff. There's probably a whole world. I don't know. I don't know if you found a whole world. Oh yeah. Of these of these young attractive women, I, I'm actually shocked they did it. They're just fully revealing their playbook and they're revealing how explicitly, intentionally, strategically, and fairly skillfully they're exploiting and we almost could even say abusing. Um, Sugar daddies. Oh. So just to be clear, the young women who are the sugar babies, who most of society thinks are the victims, are very clear. Just go ahead and YouTube search videos on like how to be a sugar baby or whatever, and you'll see yourself, all these young women, talking about their good strategies to milk and exploit and manipulate and, you know, I wouldn't go so far as to say steal, but, you know, it's like it's it, it doesn't doesn't have an ethical feel what they're doing. Yeah. In some cases, they're fully just ripping off old, sad, dejected, ugly, unfortunate people. Really? Yep. There, yeah. Now that you say that, let me kind of connect it. There is a huge like a multi-billion dollar industry of people scamming the elderly. So elderly people who aren't savvy about um internet or technology and people will call them up or email them or this or that like a a friend here's just let me give an example a good friend of mine this happened to him his grandma called him and she's like oliver are you okay i'm so sorry she's freaking out he's like grandma what are you talking about and she was like well this guy called me and well long story short some guy called her said it was him got her to say the name and then he was like yeah i'm oliver and i'm in i'm i'm like you know, whatever, some sob story, please wire me a bunch of money. So there's this huge scamming of the elderly. Oh, yeah. Um, and what these women are doing is not, it's like in the same category. It's not quite as extreme, but it's in the same category. These young, sharp women are targeting clueless, foolish, like lonely, desperate older men who are not so sharp and exploiting them for, I, I bet I bet worldwide, it's like, it's certainly hundreds of millions, if not billions of dollars. It's so crazy. I wasn't even ready to go this far. It's almost like I'm trying to figure out how to talk about this and really psychoanalyze what is happening to both sides of the equation. But as yep. you point out, yes, this is a... It, Without a doubt, certainly the the one 
that I sent you specifically. And since then, I, I listened to multiple podcasts of women explaining exactly how they make their profiles, how they talk to them initially, what do they say first, what is their follow-up method to make sure that they, they appear empathetic, right? The, the, the <laughs> shit that they're... The, the, the level of bizarre, straight sociopathic, I'm pretending to like you discussions are, are it's amazing and no one has any awareness that oh by the way this is like a drug and is going to be really hard to kick once you decide to be in a in a different type of relationship it's like a lot of a lot of these young women seem really enthusiastic as anyone would be because they just have this huge flow of cash coming to them and a lot of it is actually sex for money right and that's okay. It's just what they're what they're doing, and then they they're really excited that hey, this is more honest than than traditional relationships. That's very commonly said. This is way more honest because it's a, a straightforward transaction. You don't have to have this confusing kind of a oh, what are we doing? What what is our arrangement? What are we doing in our as we talked last time? Our situationship, right? Yeah. But to, but. Then I can't figure out, uh, once you become 30, closer to 40, and you want to change your style, how do you get off that drug? I don't know. Get off the sugar baby drug. Yeah, I, it, it really looks like an altered state in the way that the these... It, and I can't tell if it's just the ones who have a personality that uniquely makes you go be so exhibitionist as well that you would then create a podcast and then go on a YouTube channel to tell how, look at, look at how I exploit all these people. Is that a certain personality trait or does this, this style of relationship through apps with that much attention, would it make anyone start to appear sociopathic? I don't know. Yeah, it's a good question. Okay. So there's, there's, let's just try to, be clear and lay out what we're talking about here. Okay, so there's a huge industry out there that the internet and OnlyFans and online dating and seeking arrangement and sugardaddies.com has created this new industry that's exploded. I'm sure it's a billion plus dollar industry. There's also, where wait, there's tons of sugar baby sites. Tons. Yep. It turns out, I, I even listened to a woman who created her own company where she hires what they call angels and then the the sugar daddies are angel investors surprise right it just it there's there's it's way bigger than just a few sites actually yeah tons of sites and you know so there's sites that are dedicated like seekingarrangement.com is the most famous yes but there's tons of them and then OnlyFans is a similar thing is in the similar general category um and then there's just the kind of the same thing that's been happening for decades of just people doing it the old-fashioned way. Um, but because of OnlyFans, because of SeekingArrangement.com, SugarDaddy.com, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, this has exploded. And you're saying it's created this new like societal wave of women who are, like their eyes have gotten as big as saucers. Like, wow, I can get tons of men fawning over me and 
Venmoing me money. And wow, and it's like their eyes get big and they start drooling with greed of like, how can I, how can I harvest more cash cows of men? And they, it's like they get addicted. It's like a drug. And I think it's, I think the drug addiction state you're talking about is a very familiar one. I think gambling addiction is the same thing. It's like, wow, if I get, if I learn to count cards at blackjack, I'm going to become rich or poker addiction or whatever. It's that same drug. Yeah. And, and there's probably tons of other examples of it, but it's an interesting new phenomenon. All these women who are like, wow, if I do a seductive thing, I get tons of attention and I get tons of money. This is great. I hit the lottery. I watched this one interview. <laughs> <laughs> where this woman said, I couldn't believe it. It was like my pussy was an ATM machine. <laughs> <laughs> yes, dude, this is the, this is the kind of, uh, but so when you said uh, the old fashioned way to do it, you're saying sex workers, right? Like the old, well, I, it just, dude, no, it's so far. It's so much bigger than that. It opens up this huge question of, what is a romantic relationship? Who, who? How do I scratch your back and you scratch my back? And this probably goes back to like ancient times of what's the contract between a man and a woman. Of course, now it can be any gender, right? But in the old fashioned days, it's like, what's the contract between a man and a woman? And what does this person get out of it? And what does this person get out of it? And it's a really fascinating area that when you start talking, I'm like scared to start talking about it. Because when you start laying it bare, people start to get pissed and offended. Oh, yeah. And accusations fly on both sides. Absolutely. And it's a whole can of worms. Well, look at like, okay, we started out by talking about um, women because that's who predominantly is in the role of sugar babies. Because, of course, there are gay people doing this too. But it's just like, and then of course I mean like gay men because I'm I'm pointing at women. Um, but yeah, and there's and there's male sugar babies too. But by far the dominant thing is young, attractive women getting older, uh, more financially comfortable guys. Exactly to pay to to pay them for sometimes to pay them for nothing or sometimes to pay them for sex or anywhere in between. Oh yeah, exactly anywhere in between. It could be photos. It could be just a few emails. It could be, well, you come and tie me up. And then, yep. it, then of course, the obvious thing is, yeah, we have sex. And then some people say, oh, but I don't want to just have sex. We have to go to dinner and drink wine first. And I'm like, yep. really? That's all you want? <laughs> That's fucking crazy. <laughs> Whatever, dude. You know what? <laughs> well, but, but, but hold on. I think you were implying that the sugar baby says that, but that... Uh, the opposite also happens, which is a woman just wants to have sex and be done with it real quick. And then the guy is like, no, no, no. Can we go have dinner and drink wine first? Oh, right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, see, see, it's it's so easy for these kind of conversations to get hung up on. Oh, my God. How dare these women exploit these old men? Except that, like, as anyone who paid attention to the whole pickup artist scene was entirely men attempting to exploit fundamental evolutionary types of traits within women so that they right. could basically fuck as many women as possible, right? right. And, and they had no intention. It's like, it's truly exploitative when you break it down in the way that these guys were talking about it, you know? Oh, 
Fuck yeah. All right, let's go. All right, man. Back in action. Dude, the part that the the part that we missed would unfortunately was I'm like Johnny English and I went and took a piss with my headphones in. <laughs> Dude, that shit is definitely <laughs> Well, since the mic is in the room, but it just like I could still hear you fucking with your thing. But whatever, dude. That that happened. All right, all right so, man. So, all right. Uh, uh, you want me just to randomly start somewhere to get us back into it? Yeah, go for it. So, we've been we've mostly been kind of talking about how the women are exploiting the men. And I just want to be clear that uh yeah, I we we get that men have been sexually slash financially exploiting women for thousands of years, yeah, and that that's still a problem. And I'm not trying to say women are any more guilty than men, and it's probably a a, a good simplification generalization to say men have been exploiting women uh, sexually and financially for thousands of women for years, and now just recently women are starting to have this new way and learn how and are now starting to exploit men and it, they probably are still doing it way way less than men yeah. but it's it's just still an interesting phenomenon to be aware of and to think about and to um to discuss so yeah definitely that's that's cool to put that in perspective right because they're i don't want to there's something about this that I don't want to rain on the parade of women in this exploration. I'm actually like super into it, supportive. And, and, but because I can't avoid this clinical implication of, hey, you're starting to sound fucking crazy. You sound like a manipulative sociopath. Like, yeah. how are you going to then switch back from this type of, of exploitation to then go and, uh, eventually be in a a normal kind of a relationship where the person doesn't feel like they're in some weird um some weird designed extortion extortion so you you kind of feel like these women who are doing that are fucking themselves up for future healthy relationship potential uh definitely but I am also like all for it. I it's like it's almost like the the idea that you're going to start experimenting smoking weed, right? And it's like, yeah, totally, you should go try that. And then, but also like really take a look at what happens if you start to attach your reward system to an external uh, regulation system like cannabinoids, alcohol, crack cocaine, and in this case being a sugar baby, right? Like if you wrap yourself to some kind of an an app and or this type of a, a arrangement and then you think you're just going to somehow quit one day, like the stories say and then I met my now husband and shit's okay. Like all right, buddy. Like that's that's a nice fairy tale and I'm a little concerned. That's all. And yeah, so kind of describe a little bit like what you think the psychology of these women is and how it will affect their future uh, relationship uh, ability. Well, so so I guess from the the few people that I've actually talked to, right, like actual patients and then from these these women that that I listen to their own accounts and their tales of getting into 
being a sugar baby and getting into um, having a webcam and and other other layers of exchange of sex for money and I, and I'm like oh, okay it is it is really interesting and there's there's a, an often confusion of romance and then the the ex- or the trade off of power dynamics between people and I think those two subjects are really often confused and talked about as if it's the same thing and they're not obviously right like romance is not a power struggle and if it is well then you have a power struggle and you're bringing the romantic part into it and or whatever like it doesn't have to be a discussion of who has more power yep you you with me on that and i guess just to be clear what that idea of power is i don't want to get it confused with this other kind of inherited power that gets confused into conversations of race and other patriarchy and that kind of thing. I'm not trying to say that because in this case, if that's true, then women have all the power here, right? Women have the titties and people want the titties, right? And to say like, oh my God, look at your privilege, uh, your titty privilege, right? You with me on this? Am I losing you? (laughs) I'm... I'm like, I'm, I'm like, you're, what you're saying is really like provoking on my mind to go down a million deep, complicated holes. And I don't know what to say. So I'm just gonna, I, I, I have some thoughts, but I don't know if I trust what I'm going to say. So, so okay. Okay. So, then just track this. So shit. I'm just, I'm just, just I'm just going to say it and we'll examine whether or not it's true. My knee jerk reaction is I agree with you. I don't think romance is a power struggle. However, uh, I think relationships are a lot of different things and romance is just one of them. And I think there is po- there are a lot of power dynamics in relationships. And I think romance is maybe one of the few areas where it doesn't, where power doesn't come in. But s- like sex and power, I think, are closely related. Okay. And, and security is definitely a power thing. And... Um, Basically, you and I want to spend time together, and what are the dynamics going to be of how we spend time together? Like, if you and like, let's just talk about you and me. Let's just say you and I are two gay guys, and we're going to date. It's like, hey, porn, do you want to go out on a date? Right there, me inviting you on a date. There is some power there. I've given you power because I've made myself vulnerable to you, and you now have the power to accept me or reject me. And let's say you say, okay, then we go out on the date, and who's going to pay for the date? There's power in that. And then, like, uh, if I want to have sex with you, I think I've now given you the power to <laughs> accept or deny, right? And then, <laughs> and, then human, and then human sexuality is like everyone, like, gets turned on by different power dynamics. Like, the whole top-bottom sadomasochistic, like daddy fantasy this fantasy you know it's just like power for some reason power dynamics are really sexy to humans so my mind i just like don't know what the fuck to think about this <laughs> dude the fact that you just turned this into we're in a gay relationship is fucking hilarious <laughs> uh, that one's hard. <laughs> all right we're gonna have to diverge from that potentially Stra- obscurity <laughs> 
the, the obscure- well, I was just I just was doing that to kind of take gender out of it because as soon as you you bring gender in it, everyone comes up with their patriarchal this that and the other. Yeah, well, but it's you, just you, so simple. Like you and me, it just becomes this really simple thing. We're like two white dudes yeah and if we start trying to date or go out to dinner or have sex like there's power involved in it and yeah. that doesn't mean it's a patriarchal thing or a toxic thing or anything it's just like part of the deal you you definitely achieved that with this kind of a thought experience and i'm bizarrely uncomfortable like i don't know what, <laughs> what? <laughs> why did that why did that make me homophobic like i with all these other thought experiments, I'm totally cool. But this, like, it brought me back to some junior high reaction of just like, that's gay, bro. That's, dude, you can't say that. That's gay. I just had a total freak out. But, all right. right. Okay, so that's that's a whole nother interesting area that is not really the topic. But to bring it back to the topic, there is even power in that thing that you're talking about, you know? Absolutely. Yes. Well, so I was wrong to to op- to just start wildly differentiating between because I, I need to differentiate differentiate something here there's just a clear almost like a a hierarchy that emerges as soon as you start looking at sugar babies and sugar dating it's like there's there's fucking editing this shit when there's there's like interruptions but whatever man I'll, i'm gonna edit this one all right okay all right so i'll i'll bring you back up to where you were please we do. were talking about you we were you you had mentioned um power it, you had said that romance is not power and right. then i went off on a thing about i agree that romance is not power but that their power is always part of a romantic relationship um and then you started getting homophobic yeah i did i freaked out and got homophobic okay but the so it's just i have this real strange need to identify Within, within the sugaring and sugar baby relationships that I'm looking at, it's like I, I want to just make it clear that there really is a kind of natural, innocent and super cool exploration of, of women figuring out how to be in a dynamic with, with men in exchange for money and objects and, and good times and stuff like I, I, I really can get down with that. And then there's kind of a component of just like really creepy extortion of what I can absolutely see is just like the most dejected, sad people on the planet. And I can't, and I just, I can't, I'm not cool with that kind of a, um, I just really, uh, it's like, I want to protect those guys and I don't know what the hell that's about. There's an aspect of male psychology and male sexuality that women don't understand, but actually I don't even think men really understand it. It drives us, but I don't think most people are conscious of it because it's, it's, it's doesn't feel good to be a man to have this. So let me see if I can describe it. That, that we men, and maybe this is true of women, I don't know, probably is, but it, this thing is definitely men, that we men deep in our brains and deep in our biology, we have this like super intense need for women and it's pretty much outside our control. So it's like, it's like the thing that we have the least control of. And it's the thing that's maybe the most intensely needed is we need a woman to love us. We need a woman to think we're great. We need a woman to want to have sex with us. We need a woman to have sex with, 
And it's a, it's such a powerful need. It Maybe it's the most powerful if we add all of those love, connection, admire us, have sex with us, want to have sex with us, desire us, all of those things yeah. your average male uh, and hetero male desperately needs from a woman and we have zero control over it. Unlike most other things, you can control getting money and getting food and getting shelter and these kinds of things. Whereas the woman thing, you can't control it 100% because you're dependent on another person. And it's like, women definitely don't get it and most men don't get it. It's like a profoundly vulnerable, powerless, really scary place for a man to be. And all of us have it and it's deep in all of us and we're all kind of terrified of it. So then when we see women on YouTube talking about how they're going to do they're going to exploit sugar daddies you just can't help but imagine these guys who are lonely you know nerdy low self-esteem you can't imagine you can't help but imagine them just being devastated emotionally and and self-esteem being devastated by when they are getting played and manipulated by these young attractive women yeah um and it's kind of a dark place. And then there's this whole world of incels. And you just imagine all these angry, lonely, pathetic, and potentially violent men getting exploited and used by women. And it's just as like, oh, painful, dark, hate-filled world. Oh, it's disturbing. Yeah, man. that That is super disturbing. And then it's so strange that it brings out, just you describing this, it kind of brings out this this slightly you know disturbed part of myself because relationships are really hard when you're young and you're just trying to figure it out and you get so much rejection in your pursuit to be to be to find out where you fit in this whole equation and it's like that that what i just said about how i could definitely trick these exploitative women it's like that comes from my own little rejected place right like some yep some some like past history of feeling extorted or something, right? Um, yes. And I and I just and- I can imagine like because I haven't really been that extorted I think by by women unlike my buddy Frank who thinks he was sex trafficked by his his like supermodel wife who they would go and have threesomes all the time and he's like, dude, I was sex trafficked, man. That's bullshit. And I'm like, all right, buddy, nobody has any fucking empathy for your situation, dude. <laughs> like, it, but it, in a way, I, I, nobody has any empathy for my situation either. But then I can imagine if you take this and amplify it times 10 or 100, man, I'm really, I, I have some real concern. And I'm, you think we're, go- maybe I'm going the wrong way with this. I don't think this is kind of like an attractive way to discuss it. Well, I don't know, but the the one interesting point that's coming up on my mind is so when you see these women on YouTube talking about how they're going to exploit men, it hits this kind of nerve in you and then what you want to do is go and like beat them at this game. You kind of want to trick them back. That's your kind of knee-jerk reaction. Yeah, definitely. And it just it makes me think that that nerve that gets hit in you is probably the exact same nerve that got hit in these ladies. Oh when, yeah. You know, you know, because because women for centuries have been being exploited and, yes. and controlled by men, and so now the women that nerve gets hit, and so now they're fighting back. Yeah, I can imagine like 
so many women, the first time that they hook up with a dude, the guy like puts on all this charm and implies relationship, right? They imply, oh, we're going to have this thing. And then as soon as they have sex, boom, the dude's out. He's just like, oh, and, and then whatever the implied deal was, they break the deal. And then that would be a pretty hard rejection for a totally. person. And it's like, whatever I think I've experienced as rejection, which of course I did as a young dude, right? You're not going to make it through, through, through the battlefield of love and pursuit of happiness without rejection, man. And so yep. like, like whatever I've experienced, I don't, I don't know what it's like to be a woman and then have kind of like a thinly veiled, Hey, I'm really into you. And then the guy just ghosts you or, or, in yes. a, or I don't know what that's like. And so, but, but I definitely know what it's like to like totally fall for some chick who, who is, is definitely into you. And then she just like ditches you for somebody else. One of your friends. Right. Like I think, yeah, I remember that being pretty brutal back in when I was like 16 the most brutal it's so uh, what's kind of becoming clear to me as we're talking about this is there's again relationships there's kind of this give and take and um i hate to boil it down this simplistically but i think this is kind of true that um when in the dating sphere the women more often are wanting a relationship so that gives the man sort of control over whether or not this is going to turn into a relationship the man is generally more wanting sex. So that gives women control over whether or not this is going to turn into sex. And there's kind of like this poker match between the man and the woman. The man is kind of trying to like offer a relationship in exchange for sex. And the woman's kind of trying to offer sex in exchange for a relationship. And then you just pointed out that this, this sort of deceptive, poker match trick is often played on women where the man offers a relationship in exchange for sex so the woman gives sex so that she can have the relationship so the man gets sex and then he disappears and doesn't give her the relationship and so he sort of he sort of swindles her in that way and yeah. and what i'm realizing with this sugar daddy thing is it's they're kind of starting to try to play this trick the other way around because yeah. the other the other variable that gets thrown into this, and this sounds so horrible, but I think it's it's true. Of course, we humans need to try to rise above this. But what I'm saying is true. The other variable that gets thrown into this is money. And that's the other thing the man is offering in exchange for sex. It's like, I'll take you out to dinner. I'll buy you a nice dinner. Maybe I'll buy you some presents or whatever. And so now the woman can go, can take the nice dinner, can take the presents or take some money pretending that she's offering sex and then disappear without giving the guy sex. And it's sort of like tit for tat. It's like, oh yeah, you, 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 you fuckers have been doing that to us for a long time. Now we're doing this, playing the same fucking trick on you. Absolutely, man. And as soon as you frame it like that, I don't give a fuck about these guys getting robbed. And it's like, look at how weird my own reaction is to this right that like that's what i'm saying this is so hard to actually grasp once you get into the into the the weeds with this subject because i'm like i know i'm behind the women doing this i, I like absolutely support sexual liberation and exploration and freedom of like uh, like i really am fully supportive of women coming into their own with their mature expressed sexuality however the fuck that 
becomes, right? I, I'm like, I'm so disgusted by repressed sec women's sexuality. That to me is the worst thing on the planet. So it's like, this is such a charged issue for me. And I wonder if it is for a lot of people, right? Definitely. It like, And I know my, my particular reactions are maybe different than some people, but it's like, I really want to get behind this. But then as soon as I hear women talk about what they're going to do, and they're just like, oh, look at this guy I got going. And, and, and then she'll explain, here's what I do. I wish I should, I, like in this conversation, I want to just click to them actually saying it where they would just say like, okay, here's what I'm going to respond so that it, so that he thinks that I'm really understanding him. And then they type it out. La, 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 la. It's just like all fraud. Right. Yep. And, and it's like, I wonder how much of us as human beings, when you're in that courting, courting phase of life is somewhat fraudulent. And we're just like fully in denial of that, that we we like yes, put it, absolutely. we're putting on this huge persona of look at how attractive and interested I am. Like, you know, if you and I talk about how to pick up chicks on a dating site, I would definitely have no problem saying, oh yeah, yeah, bro, you got to, you know, come off this way, that way. And it's like, oh, isn't that kind of disingenuous slightly? Like, isn't yeah. that what, what I'm, I'm railing against is something that, but I'm like, well, bro, you can't just go out there and act like, a totally needy weirdo or whatever the hell the, the issue would be. Right. Uh, yeah. We, in fact, you and I even did one of our podcast episodes and we were talking about that exact thing. There, there's this horrible reality and I, this isn't the whole picture, but it's part of the picture is that what the dating game is, is it's this like poker match where there's deception and fraud and exploitation. And I'm going to, try to get something from you and I'm going to try to beat those people. And there is this really like primitive animalistic beat out those guys, get these girls, trick those girls, beat those guys. Like that's an element of, and it's a very Darwinian and Freudian thing is like being honest about the reality that there's this like battle. It's like a genetic battle to beat the other guys and to trick these people and like have your genes come out on top and it's ingrained in our psychologies and it's kind of, disturbing that's awesome man i really think like that we're onto something with this subject it's like i really could go off on this journey for I, I, like i wouldn't mind doing a, a series on this exact subject to just help figure out and categorize what are we all doing and like in the pursuit of of trying to find love and happiness, this is an option. You could, as a guy, you could totally go and get sugar babies as a real type of relationship. And strangely, you can actually have a real intimate contact as a result. Yes. Like and it, that's super common. Tons of dudes do that. I guarantee, let's say we turned this into a whole series and we started interviewing people, we would find tons of of sugar daddies and sugar babies talking about how they do this thing, there's money exchanged, and they feel really fulfilled emotionally, spiritually, and it works great for them. Absolutely. That's what's so awesome about this. Because it's like, I, even, even as we talk about it, you watch me freak out. And then, and then like, but I'm also like, hey, 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 but, but why is this cool? 
right? Yep. Why is this cool? And then at the same time, it brings up all of these internal, it's like coded reactions that we all have from having to conform to society and play the game with with uh, like a gentleman. And then I'm like, hey, but they're not playing like gentle women. They're, they're, they're being really bad in the way that my mom told me not to be. They're being a way that my grandma would not be happy with. And I'm like, oh, well, but, but look at what is happening as a result. Like, yeah. as a result, this is, this is a, a true pathway towards, towards intimacy in a very bizarre, fractured, unique presentation of life today. Yep. Okay, so yeah, I'm, I, I'm down with continuing on this topic. Um, and again, we could also try to like uh, bring the live stream into this. If, if uh, getting an exciting topic gives us motivation to figure out the live stream tech, we could also try to do that too. That, so. that sounds awesome, actually. Like when, I mean, I've, obviously it would take a second to kind of promote this one that, or because we haven't promoted this at all, right? We should probably- no, but- but but I think when you do live stream, YouTube automatically promotes it a thousand times more. When it's a live stream, they push it way up in their suggested videos. Oh, really? Yeah, like they it, it gets a it, YouTube promotes it a thousand times more if you're live streaming it. All right. Well, uh, this is something I'm totally comfortable with going going after. So let's do it, man. I guess. Okay. Let's wrap up. All right, let's just. Do- yeah, we gotta. So we'll be done with this, but then we just gotta think about what technology do we need for live streaming. That's all we gotta think about. Is all right, that cool. Out. Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll check it out. We'll get I'll get back to you on that. Cool. All right, dude. Later, man. Bye bye.